Hello and welcome. This is a little late night broadcast here from the Michael Basham of the Spirit Force podcast and Fringe Radio Network. Just wanted to pop in here and say hi. Listening to these old cheesy Japanese melodies makes me miss good old cheesy Japanese Japan. Not very cheesy if you consider 2,000 years of civilization compacted and compiled into those archipelagos of islands. Still there. Very quiet. I have friends that have met Japanese people that discovered the way to power a car with water. And uh, they found out pretty soon that that's not a very popular discovery and became very quiet. The Japanese are very good at staying off of Facebook, for example. I feel like I may have less than two Japanese Facebook friends after 12 years. They're a very private people who understand the value of privacy. But I digress. I'd like to talk about the spiritual war. It is spirit wars after all. (laughs) I had so many beans for dinner. My dad made some really good bean soup. Oof. So many good meals recently. Thank you, Lord. Hard to talk about all the trauma and dark things when there's so many blessings. Like, God is just raining down blessings. And some people want to talk about evil. Like, they're going to do this, they're going to do that. Klaus Schwab said this. George Soros did that. George Biden did this. And I know the feeling. <sighs> I've been in this war for a long time. And I've separated myself from people of the world, people of the system for a while in so much that I've given people the opportunity to cut ties with me forever. And I've lost friends and many relationships over the years, even children, because I've decided that this life is so short that to live your life for The things that this world says are important is silly. And a lot of people are about to die. A lot of people are dying. I was watching Russia with Attitude. Russians with Attitude. YouTube. Really great YouTube channel. Oh my gosh. Incredible footage. Go to faithbucks.com, my website, and Telegram, and you can find the, the footage there. I just posted it. And it looks like the Ukrainians are getting their butts kicked, even though there were some attacks. There were some Russian generals who were killed and whatever, but overall, the Ukrainian war is not looking very good for NATO. And yet, Americans and most people in the West are living in la-la land, and we're not being shown any of this footage. I mean, just go watch the videos. It's just tons and tons of drone footage of these incredibly expensive tanks that we've been sending from Germany and elsewhere and these little dinky little drones delivering a payload of enough explosives to roughly dismember them. So it's not looking too good in the war against Russia and yet they're beginning to bring out Ukrainian 
military bringing um, uranium-tipped tank shells, which is an act of nuclear war, declaration of nuclear war, and Russia is moving nukes to Belarus, so we need to pray for peace for that. Pretty big deal. But, oh, you know, I gotta get home early, I gotta watch my TV show. Well, great, you know, enjoy that. I hope you actually have some, maybe some chickens, or, you know, some idea of, like, having some sense of self-sufficiency, or putting your monetary things into physical assets as the dollar is collapsing, as countries left and right are joining the BRICS nations. The dollar is becoming really what it has been for a long time, a fiat currency. All these idiots who think that life is just going to keep going on as it's been going on. And I can just trust in the government and, you know, the legal system and the justice system and the voting system and the whatever system is going to watch my back. These are stupid idiots. I'm sorry, but I've dealt with these kind of people my entire life. And we're seeing the destruction of that system. Now, what is the future going to look like? I don't know. Am I some kind of leader with like an incredible amount of assets and faith and wow? Well, I hope I have the faith. I, I feel empty tonight because today really kind of started without me and I've been marching throughout my day with a baby strapped to my back and a dog tied to my hand, a husky that's been trying to kill everything in sight. A baby who is a very blessed baby and a lot of great family you know, all the blessed, amazing things that happen when you're a part of a patriarchy. Like an Abrahamic covenantal patriarchy. I don't know. Just a wonderful, beautiful family. The Basham family. A warfare family. Directly connected to Derek Prince Ministries. Thank you for praying for us. I am the unofficial Don Basham podcast, I guess you could say. I'm the grandson. I'm the only grandson of Don Basham that actually goes out there and speaks his mind. I think there's maybe a few cousins. There's a Jonathan Gunlock somewhere on Instagram inviting you to his city church in San Francisco somewhere. I've always begged my cousins, like, please, guys, do audio sermons, please. I crave to listen to them. I'm sure other people will be blessed. And throughout the last couple decades, nothing, nothing from the Basham family, the Basham cousins. So I often joke, like, Derek Prince is, like, face-palming. Oh, is this the only grandson Don Basham that is only... He is the only one? Oh, gosh! Golly, goshams, I wish we could curse in heaven, but we can't. Yes, I am the only grandson of Don Basham, and as far as I know, there's some affiliates and friends of Derek Prince Ministries, like Sharon Croft and her dad, and we've had them on the show, but I just don't know anybody that's willing to sound goofy and put their voice out there every day or every other day. And when you do this, you paint a big, fat, frickin' target on your head of spiritual warfare. So guess what? I get to go into the fight. I get to have ridiculous things, ridiculous missiles shot at me continuously. It doesn't matter how many views you get. The fact that you share your testimony live via the airwaves, the principality of the air does not like 
when we broadcast forth our testimony via the airwaves. So I invite you guys to do it. All y'all who are, well, I gotta go and focus on my things, you know, my dumb, donkey things. <laughs> well, it's very important that I pay my bills, and it's very important that I pay my child support, and I go in the court system, <laughs> and I'm getting my very important, you know, my degree to get, become a professional bobblegomper. <laughs> I know so many of those people. And you know what? Being a Christian, a real Christian, is a death sentence. It's a, it's a kamikaze flight, as far as this world is concerned. In fact, when I decided to become a missionary, drop out of school and everything, people in my life, very close friends and loved ones, ex-girlfriends, family members, Michael, why are you destroying your life? You're destroying your life, Michael. What are you doing? It's like, well, I, I just, I have this calling and I, I mean, there's, there are these miracles and these signs and I, I just have to go, you're just doing it. Delete, block, goodbye. And how many times have I had to do that with people, even today? It's like weird trolls. You will do what I say or else I will destroy your life. Like those kind of spirits. And those will always exist for the disciple. A lot of people I talk with are in horrible situations in their families, in their physical lives, or they're having their friends and family members die left and right. My gosh, Chris Carter died yesterday. My friend Jody Halstead's brother died a few days ago. Another guest and brother, Gabe Iowa's daughter, is on life support, probably going to take her, take her off life support. That's three in one week. Is that normal? Like, does everybody else have a podcast where you have, like, over 3% of your guests die in a week? I don't know. I'm just saying. It's just, it's weird. And then the news and, and what we hear in the world. Yeah, we've got to steal your kids. Yes, we're going to, we're going to chop off their genitals and we're going to basically become Sharia law and every horrible, weird Muslim nation where we castrate women so they can't feel sexual pleasure. That's coming here. Okay, so this is the month of demons. And so many of us who are spiritually sensitive were experiencing uptick in spiritual warfare. Ooh, amazing. Really makes this, uh, this fight really sound attractive. Doesn't make you want to join the Spear Force? Well, if you know that you're a part of the Spear Force already, you know that that's your identity. You know, no matter what's going on in the world, you know that... Your identity is above the situation in your family. And I don't have a place to send you, okay? If, if people are contacting me, asking, where do I go, what do I do? Look, I'm just the, the first guy to die, probably. I'm like the first guy to swing my sword and get his head chopped off by a Nazgul. Or whatever, some alien creature. And the Lord shall regrow my head. Speaking spiritually, I don't necessarily have people like that around me, necessarily. But I feel the hatred. I feel the demon. I feel a new echelon of demons rising up out of every orifice of the earth, looking for anyone that they might be able to devour. 
Satan goes about as a roaring lion looking for whom he may devour. Whom resist? Strong in the faith. Stand your ground. Satan will flee from you. Look at what happened, guys. I mean, we had the mask mandates. We had all the garbage, the lockdowns. It only took a few people to stand up. And then it all fell apart. Those of us who stood up via the internet, we got our butts kicked. We got banned on the Facebookers and the Instagerms and the YouTubes and U-Turds. All the big things, we got banned. That's an honor. That means we were doing our job. I would say this, that the people who played their cards right and they kept their YouTube channels and they kept their Facebook things and they, they spoke in code and they jumped over through all the hoops and they kept their little things... Well, I would say this, that they have very little power. Very little strength in this chapter of the battle. All they've proven to do is to show that they are really in it for the money, the followers, and the income, and the, the prestige of having all those people who subscribe to their Matrix channels. Well, let me tell you, when I go on YouTube, all I can say, Morpheus, is that I hate this place, this zoo. It's the smell. You know, I just, I want to get out of it. I, I feel sick. I feel like I've been somehow infected. I've got to get out of here. Because there's no longer anything real in that sphere. And I think you feel that too, and I think we're all getting out of the fakey world, and what's real? You know, what's been real? I, I listened to a podcast by a guy that used to be a part of my mission group, and he was just taking all the low blows, like, oh, I was in a sex cult, and I was manipulated, and, you know, and he's a very well-adjusted, very fit, very attractive, very smart, very capable man, looks better than me, and he's probably like... 15 years older than me and I want to reach out to him and, and talk to him but I just think about these people I'm like who do we still have from the, the old days what is real how about missionaries that gave their lives and yeah they may have been a part of some abusive religious structure I mean they're all like that I'd like you to find one church structure that isn't a little bit wonky and a little bit strange and a little bit crazy. But I, I think about these guys that have been through that and then they, they throw everything out and the baby bathwater and all of it and I'm, I'm like thinking like, well, who do we got today? What has actually been real? Very hard to find. Okay, People that have known my grandfather, Derek Prince, and my grandfather, Don Basham, were closely with Derek Prince, and Ern Baxter, and there's, there's a few and far between remnant of warriors. There's a bunch of new Christians rising out of the woodwork, a lot of people in trauma, a lot of traumatic relationship situations, please pray, pray for the new church, pray for the, the laborers, the harvesters, a lot of the people that are coming into this, they're coming through great tribulation in their own personal lives. 
I can't name names. I'm just saying that they are out there. It's terrible. What people are doing to each other right now is absolutely evil. And it's just a few steps short of cannibalism. People can talk about child abuse and narcissism and emotional abuse, but pretty soon... We're going to see in the West, most likely, a legalization of cannibalism and a new level of evil. Sorry to tell you this. I mean, this is what's going on. This is what happens when you have a world that has rejected God, doesn't want God, doesn't want his his goodness, doesn't want his faith, doesn't want his Bible, doesn't want his prophets. You get judgment. You get evil. You get yucky. I mean... Is this negative for you? Oh, well, my arm and arm listening is so scary. Well, guess what? Like, maybe I talked scary a year ago. Guess what's happening this month? The last two weeks. A celebration of pedophilia. This is not gay pride month. This is demon month. Pride month has the word demon in the middle. Just put parentheses. Pride month with demon. Pride de month. It's the celebration of hell being unleashed. Hell is opened. Maybe you guys are all like lazy Americans that like to watch football and movies and, well, I did lose a bunch of friends to the vaccines, but I'm just going to pretend like that didn't happen. Look, I lose friends yesterday. I lost my first crush a few weeks ago. Just whatever. I'm not in touch with these people, but stupid Facebook reminds you and you're like, oh my gosh, like the person I was obsessed with, like age 15, whatever, never dated or kissed or whatever, but just your child, like pieces of your life falling away under your feet, friends from your middle school dying. You know, 15% of my middle school class is dead and high school classmates. And you know what? I love my family, but I can't stand being around people that don't want to talk about reality every day and talk about their finances and stupid crap every day well you know my career this my career that my dog I'm sick of it because big things are happening right now people are dying every day and I lost three people yesterday and I have to pretend to be normal in my day to day life with folks that are just like nice people and they love their family and they love their little homestead thing and they love their dog I am very much sick and tired of living on the one-dimensional plane. And I myself am not... I'm not pure from just wanting to veg out and watch movies. And I love my family. Again, but look, we need to talk to each other. The fear of God. The fact that we are on a knife's edge. The system is about to collapse. And everybody's being nice. And I live in goddamned America where everybody's nice. Everywhere you go, everybody's nice. I watch footage from Ukraine and tanks being exploded and people being butchered. And, you know, that's coming here. And nice people aren't going to survive. They, they trained us this way. They have these stupid shows from the early 2000s. Stupid shows. This show I was watching today, Stuart. It's called Stuart from Mad TV. Just utter bunk, garbage, putrid, stupidity brainwashing. 
and ha 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 and it's not funny it's just stupid and you're like why is this like such a celebrated thing and I think about Zoolander and all the shows American Pie and there's just so many shows and I was gone like I left I was just so sick and t- I was I felt the fire of God you know I still feel it but especially back then it was like America is in trouble and it was after the Iraq war after the fake 9-11 attacks you know all my classmates pretty much sent to war people that I talk with they're all PTSD oh you know we had to go fight terrorism in Afghanistan and you know opioid fields everywhere did you know that Afghanistan just created a national holiday August 31st I believe it is for when America exited Afghanistan. And yeah, it's the Taliban, whatever. But weren't the Taliban the bad guys, but we left billions of dollars for the Taliban to control? Guys, we live in this world, and its I'm sorry to tell you this, but it's real. And the spirit wars, the spiritual... You, you can tell I haven't had a lot of prayer today. Because prayer is my opioid. My escape is Jesus Christ getting into the prayer zone. I have nothing else except for one little bunny rabbit that's still alive. (laughs) Bunny rabbit, go hide! We have one bunny rabbit left. Gotta catch this bunny. Poor little bunny. Well, I mean, I probably would have eaten them by now if it was really the emergency. So, you know, all of my animals are expendable. I love them, but I just think about this. And, like, look, I love everyone. I love my family. I love you. I love everybody. I'm just, I can't take it anymore. Living fake. Talking fake. I'm also angry because I didn't get to do a live stream tonight. So, you know, that's also another thing. I actually explode. If I can't share the truth and I can't sit in studio and share things and and look at stuff and I actually start to explode. My family disowns me. I've actually been through that. Uh, The podcast is the only reason that I've made it for a year and a half in the States. Because I get to explode into your ears and you can shut it off anytime you want. That's the beautiful thing. Man, Michael's in a bad mood tonight. Well, no, I'm actually really happy. I'm actually really full of joy. I know that my home is in heaven. Some people live for this world. And Jesus talked about those who live in king's courts and who have their nice, pretty clothes. And those are the ones. But then John the Baptist, he lives in the desert and he eats locusts and he wears camel skins. Well, maybe you're more like me and I and my father before me. I like my barn. My father likes his barn. I like just having clothes on my back and a place to sleep at night. And the idea of the riches of this world, it sickens me. And all the things that people chase after and their their fancy cars and their nice little houses. And I just, it makes me barf. Sorry. But I love people who talk about it. I, I smile and I nod. But if you want to know who I really am, like, I just, I want to throw up because I think about the things that God has for us beyond this world. And, uh, and don't get me wrong. I love a a hike and a jog. I had a lot of wonderful time 
gardening. Had a nice, nice uh, <laughs> little family get together today. I guess it's Father's Day, and you know we're gonna have a nice day tomorrow. And I'm thankful for all of it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not like a trans. You know, I hate the world. I'm gonna kill everybody. I'm gonna just get a sex change and just kill myself. But pray for Jeffrey McCall. I actually interviewed a guy that uh, Instagram decided to just barf my news feed with every weird tranny photo that he's got on there. Please pray for Jeffrey McCall for crying out loud. That's a sad person. Every tranny I've met is a sad person. I'm thinking about the, the glories of family, men, women, babies, the natural way. Um, I just, I hate pussyfooting with the whore of Babylon. I hate fake Christendom with metrosexual pastors running around with skinny jeans, pretending like this is God's path. And they're all on some board of some church and they're all getting paid and there's money behind them. And they're like restaurant managers. And I hate that feeling. And I've been through restaurant managers and I don't want to be there again. And I don't think Jesus likes that either. And he's like, I hate this place. So I think when Jesus goes to most churches, he probably sounds like Agent Smith. Like, this is horrible. When he shows up, it's going to be at the end of all the evil things that the festooned Bill Gateses and Klaus Schwabs have built. And it's going to be hell on earth. And then he's going to show up, Armageddon battle. And he's going to be unlike anything any church has ever shown you about Jesus Christ. Let's get with God today. I'm going to shut up. I could say so much more. End, line ti- end time timeline. End time timeline. All the things about the info war, the spirit war, the psychology of being a Christian, a disciple, dropped out. All of it. But it's late, and you know you can tell I'm I'm losing strength, and I'm gonna go rest, and just let's rest in God and forget all the evil. The night before nine eleven, I was gonna stay up all night. I was gonna do something for God. I was gonna like read the Bible and play the piano and do my homework and study Japanese and a bunch of things. Work out. I had to bench press my room. I gotta get a bench press again. I'm going to get like a dip bar and a pull-up bar and a swing set. We've got to build that. Anyway, the last thing the Lord told me was, in vain you stay up late, in vain you get up early, for God gives rest to those that he loves. And then I decided not to stay up the entire night and went to bed. And the next day was 9-11. I've never had a day like that where I thought I was going to serve God by staying up all night and being like the hero. I've known so many people like that. And and that day I realized that I didn't need to strive so hard in my flesh. It was a marathon ahead of me and ahead of us. And that, you know, Jesus could show up in seven years or beyond what we think but it's it's really like live your life 
crucified with Christ every day. Behold the hands, behold the nails, and yet rest in the Lord and don't freak out every moment. I'm just, you know, this is my podcast. If you want to freak out, you go get your own podcast. You just go freak out in your own podcast, okay? Right? Love you. All right, faithbucks.com. Hallelujah. I hope I didn't leave it on mute the whole time this time, like last time. Okay, it was only half an hour. That's not too bad for a taking people out to the barn shed, which I have one now. Hallelujah. All right, good night, everybody. Bye-bye.